You're listening to Bible Prophecy Daily, a weekday podcast where Bible prophecy matters and matters greatly. Welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy Daily. I am one of your hosts, Jake McCandless, and my heart is helping believers navigate through such a time as this to help us prepare so that we will stand firm when the challenges come now and when they come in the future. And though I love talking about the details of the things to come that we see in Scripture, I feel like my part of this spectrum of prophetic stuff that we have in this podcast, my part of the equation is to look at it pastorally and talk about how we should live. Don't don't skip yet. I know there's some great things here. I've been really stoked about what we've gotten to hear about the New Jerusalem. Man, hadn't that been cool? Man, I love talking about that. And I have some episodes where I have. But in talking about, okay, how we should prepare, how we should live... In my previous two episodes, I took a different angle, and I'm going to keep that going. I'm going to keep this series going. And the angle I've taken is, and it's a true one, I believe, that we, me, these hosts, you, were fellow watchmen. As we've sought the Lord through his word, as we've sought him in the spirit, we see and have come to know, okay, these are the things that are going to happen. And then as we look out from the wall of life, we see them possibly unfolding. And in our mission to rightly divide the word, we can't help but see, hey, there are events unfolding. We very well could be steamrolling ahead into the last days. And then as fellow watchmen, I believe we feel this burden to help warn others. So I'm approaching this series that we're fellow watchmen tasked with this mission. Some of you have been on this mission for decades. Some of you, it began pre-COVID. My journey towards this began in 2012. Some of you are new to it, and that's awesome. But I truly believe we should look at COVID as a warning shot of how these type events will be, how people will react. And I really believe we were blessed at least in the watchman realm, to go through COVID. I believe we can learn from it. And so this conversation I'm having is, okay, what are the lessons that we can learn from being warned, trying to warn, and then seeing at least a type forerunner event to the things we see within Scripture? Does that that make sense? Now, it's a weird conversation because what we don't typically, I mean, I've, I have been in full-time ministry for nearly 25 years now, you know, seminary, all that good stuff, and never once have I had a conversation on like how to be a watchman. Absolutely crazy. When I launched out full-time and began Stand Firm and was writing Spiritual Prepper in 2016, I had a, a friend of mine whose wife was trying to, they're trying to figure out, you know, everybody's trying to figure out what I was doing because I left the pastor where I had been for 12 years full-time, and many of my pastor friends, they didn't get it. I had two 
uh, come to me and tell directly that I was going in the wrong direction. Uh, one's like, hey, Jake, there's, there's, you know, the Bible says there's going to be wheat and tares. People are going to leave the faith. You know, that's just the way it is. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, scripturally, there is a warning. That means it's going to happen or it is happening. But if there's a warning in scripture, that means not everyone has to fall into that trap. If there's a warning, we need to be warned and we should be able to respond and avoid that, right? Another one was, Jay, you're doing all this talking about, you know, remaining faithful and this stuff when all that matters is people getting saved. You need to, if you're going to do a ministry, do that. You get it. You've probably heard like-minded type things. But a friend of mine whose uh, wife said, so is Jake going to go start like prophesying now? And you know, as you've listened to this podcast and all the different hosts, none of us are trying to bring anything new to the equation. We're just simply trying to rightly divide the word before us. We're teaching prophecy, not necessarily prophesying ourselves, you know. If the Lord had decided to work in that way, I'd be selling a few more books, you know, doing on the circuit telling everybody their breakthrough is going to happen in 2020. You know what I mean? But that's not the task I've been given. But I, I believe you get it. We're fellow watchmen. Like I said, I've never really had a conversation with, okay, how, how do we do this? How can we do this better? But when I launched out, began doing this full time, I was in, in Starbucks, had a divine appointment encounter with uh, Bob Scott, runs a company called the Joseph Company, uh, has written a few books, encourage you to check him out. But he begins to tell me that the prophetic ministry is a lonely and hard ministry. That's a big burden to bear. And I, honestly, I like blew off that conversation. I just felt it was like some like Yoda talk or something. Those are the only conversations I've had in terms of, okay, how do we be a watchman? But I believe we've had a blessing in the sense of seeing COVID happen. And again, as you know, the, the pandemic, the virus itself was not the major problem. It was how governments responded. It's how we responded as people. It's how churches responded. But we saw a warning shot. I've heard it said both from Nelson Walters and Joel Richardson that when we talk about the events of the last days, it's like a hurricane. And before a hurricane hits, that you're getting hit by these outer bands. And, you know, it'll come and it'll go and it'll come and it'll go. And it seems like that's how at least the beginning of the birth pains is described within Scripture. And so as we see these warnings, how do we respond? What do we learn? And so I wanted to pause and, and make sure we... Milk COVID for all it's worth and trying to learn to be better watchmen. And so I'm sharing about lessons from being warned, trying to warn, and then seeing. And I began with, in my previous two episodes, two episodes back, I began with saying one of the lessons is in being warned and trying to warn is to realize you were right. Take a victory lap. Realize all those times you were told you're crazy, you were right. The type things you saw within the word, the type things that you saw within the world, it's going to happen and it's going to impact many people. I think it's good to realize, you know what? All the times I tune in to Bible Prophecy Daily, read these books, go to these conferences, spend in the word, I'm not crazy. <laughs> okay, so that was the first lesson. Realize you were right. And the second falls right in line with that. Okay, whatever you were doing in seeking the Lord to Come to that right view. Keep it up. Double down, right? You are being led in truth. Keep it going. So I want to throw a third 
lesson your way. Now, I've recorded over 50 lessons I've learned. I'm not going to walk through all 50. I'm not going to do 50 episodes, I don't think. Maybe a long time, right? That's two years worth. Definitely, definitely not doing that. But this third lesson is connected to, especially the first one. And it's, do not fill in the blanks. Let me say that again. A lesson from being warned. A lesson from trying to warn and then seeing. Seeing the warning shot of COVID. As fellow watchmen, we need to realize we cannot fill in the blanks. What do I mean by this? We need to be very careful to know what the Lord has revealed to us and not add to it. Now, that sounds familiar, right? We see this within Scripture. In the book of Revelation, as it closes, Revelation 22, we read, I warn everyone who hears the word of prophecy of the scroll, if anyone adds anything to them, God will add that person the plagues described in the scroll. And if anyone takes a words away from the scroll of prophecy, God will take, a, take away from that person any share of the tree of life in the holy city as described in the scroll. A pretty good warning, right? Not to add to or to take away, which happens. And it's crazy. It's not the first time something like that appears. We see in Deuteronomy 4.2. In the giving of the law, we read, Do not add to what I command to you, and do not subtract from it, but keep the commands of the Lord your God that I give you, which is what the Pharisees did, right? They added to the law. But then we also see in Deuteronomy 18, as it talks about uh, the, you know, the true marks of a prophet, we read in verse 17, The Lord said to me, What they say is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their fellow Israelites, and I will put my words in his mouth. He will tell them everything I command him. I myself will call to account anyone who does not listen to my words that the prophet speaks in my name. But a prophet who presumes to speak in my name anything I have not commanded, or a prophet who speaks in the name of other gods, is to be put to death. Now, I believe 100% each of us in this conversation realize these things. And we do not want to add to Scripture. We do, we're not. We're not going to do that. But as we seek the Lord, and we have things revealed in the Word, and we run out to share that and to warn others, all things that we need to do, it can become tempting to fill in the blanks because often the Lord does not give us all the details we want. For example, and this is where I have done this, and I, I do this all the time, not just like in like pronouncing you know, things to come, <laughs> but in everyday life. As the Lord leads me to do something, I will often just add the why, you know, add the purpose, maybe add the details. Now, I started in 2014, prayer journaling, tried to do that every day. Every day that I have a have that time with the Lord, it's been real helpful to go back and and as I write things down to say, okay, now you know two years later I've ran in this direction, but when I go back, ugh, I've made it more than it was first put on my heart. I, I don't know if that's that's probably not very clear there, but maybe you get what I'm saying. Uh, but as I began Stand Firm and, and wrote Spiritual Prepper, one of the things that I was writing a lot about within Spiritual Prepper and at the time in different articles was that church as we know it's going to change and it's going to impact our faith. 
if people are turning away now, if we can't do church like we do, it's going to impact our faith. And that was an absolute correct statement. That's one of those that I take the victory lap with. Okay, seeking the Lord, saying that. And, I mean, it's duh because that, that happens, right? It's, you know, maybe not putting those words in Scripture, but that type of principles in Scripture. So it's not like I was adding anything super new, and it's definitely what we saw with COVID. But here's the thing. When I would write about it, I typically would put it in the context of political causes that would cause church to change. Now, again, this isn't an extreme stretch, and this is not an extreme case of filling in the blank because you know, we can look out and we can see this coming as well. But with COVID, it was not necessarily like I foresaw the, the political you know things of, okay, not allowing that. When I began writing 2016, you know, we we just had this, you know, the allowance of, of same-sex marriage, um, and then it, you know, we were seeing cases of of like people, you know, making wedding cakes, wedding venues who who were not uh, open to these same-sex marriages, and because of them, they were being sued, uh, you know, facing legal trouble. As you know, I foresaw, and this is still not off the table, but. That when churches take a stand, they were going to face repercussions, and then it would change how we do church. Again, not a stretch. But if I had been prayer journaling well then and went back of what, okay, Lord, what have you placed on my heart? What is it that you wanted me to share? It would just be churches we know it's going to change, and it's going to impact our faith. That's it. Don't fill in the blank, Jake. Don't try to figure out why. I never would have envisioned something like COVID. You, you you see what I'm saying? We are very good at filling in that blank. In personal life, as the Lord has led me to do certain things, to take certain steps of faith, I'm very quick to jump to, okay, He, I'm taking this step because of this, and it's going to lead to this, and therefore I need to do this. No, we just take the step. And as we read through all of Scripture, but especially of that that's that's a prophecy within Scripture, we would like so many more details. Now, when you're chiseling into stone and and writing, you know, writing on animal skins or, you know, all the things that the early, you know, early prophets wrote on, the early biblical writers, it helped. <laughs> it helped because you just only have so much material, so much medium that you can write on. You know, Moses, if he's chiseling into stone, it's not like he wants to go crazy and provide a lot of details, right? Like, let's do the minimum here. But where we have now, where we can tweet out all day long, you know, just per tweet that we're limited in our characters, it's such a danger to add to. And so, yeah, I've been positive in saying, okay, hey, you were right. Hey, keep seeking like you like were seeking. But this is a word of caution. Don't fill in the blanks. I spoke with a uh, former radio host, dealt with a lot of political stuff, and uh, he had had something placed on his heart specifically uh, to warn about and to felt it was prophetic and begin to share. Um, and he made a big deal about it, had a date, had a location, just some very specific things. And it didn't come to pass. And he lost his credibility, lost his platform. And I was visiting with him, and he was being open sharing about this. And one of the things he, he said was was the Lord truly gave me something and I went too far. 
that part of the event happened. Really, probably what the Lord gave me originally happened, but then I added these details. Didn't realize I was adding these details, felt right about these details, but ultimately I added these details. And I think we all have that danger. It's okay. If the Lord reveals a half statement, it's okay to say that. As we relay what's in the Word, it's okay that it doesn't have all the answers. There's a reason. The Lord knows what he's doing, and we trust that. So as we look back at the time during COVID, and we, we use that as a warning shot of, of, okay, how should we as watchmen receive our warnings, interact with Scripture, interact with the, with the Holy Spirit, interact with, with others, and then as we try to warn others, what can we learn We need to learn not to fill in the blanks. Thanks for listening to Bible Prophecy Daily. We hope you learned something valuable today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss an episode. 